It's the second last day of summer. It is Wednesday, February 28th. The Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. A very good morning to you if you're just tuning in. Laws over in Vegas and the teams have been named uh, for the opening fixtures on Sunday, our time. We've got Cookie coming up. Cookie's back for another year. He's coming up shortly. Uh, big night tonight with the NBL playoffs as well. The Matildas are playing Uzbekistan as they look to confirm that spot in the Olympics as well. And we're the, on the eve of the New Zealand-Australia Test Series. But it's all Vegas. We're going there. Well, I believe they're still in San Diego uh, before they head to Vegas ahead of their match against Manly to start the season. Great to have you back, Cookie. How are you going over there? Good morning, guys. Yeah, no, it's going really good. Just um, at the college here in San Diego just finished a field session, actually just watching some of the uh, softball getting played at the moment and then just on the way to the gym. So good, great weather over here too. So no, all, all good all good at the moment. What have you sort of highlights, what have you got yourselves into over there so far? Some, I believe a few went to an NBA game, Disneyland for anyone. What's, what's been going on outside of yeah, the footy? No, I've, I've, I've covered both of those few boys. We've done some sightseeing around here. It's a nice... Nice place down here in San Diego. Um, a lot of good Mexican food as well, which is one of my favourites. Uh, we got up to LA for the basketball, which is great to see uh, LeBron play. Um, managed to get some some t- cheap tickets, but then found our way into some uh, some better seats on on the night, which is great. Not as good as Renault's, but <laughs> for, uh, up there in the box. But uh, but then what else we done? I was able to take the family to Disneyland on uh, on Thursday too on the day off, which was which was pretty special being able to able to do that, especially with my Two kids. That was a bit of a bucket list moment for me. Sorry, Cookie. It just sounds like South have handled it really well in terms of getting the right, you know, right combination of having a bit of fun, but also knowing that there's a game of football to be played in Las Vegas. And just on that, what have the facilities been like that you've been training at, and how do you compare them to obviously back here in Australia? Yeah, obviously, uh, the the college here has been really accommodating and we've found a way to sort of get that balance of, you know, it's exciting for all of us. A lot of boys haven't been overseas as well. So, um, you know, we thought that, you know, allow the, allow the players to do that thing, get out and, and embrace everything and um, do some sightseeing and what they want to do is, as long as we weren't doing too much and getting that balance right and so we could train hard, uh, which we've done. So, so far, it's been a great lead up and you know, the facility has been really good. The gym here at the uh, U.S., um, where are we at? Uh, UC San Diego College and got a great gym. The field has been a soccer field, uh, but we've marked it out to the dimensions we need for, for that and they've uh, put together some some uh, rugby league posts as well, which has um, been helpful just because uh, before we come over, we didn't think we are going to have it accommodating here. And uh, other than that, when we go over to Vegas, um, you know, it's obviously going to be a lot of bright lights there as well, so... It's going to be exciting for a lot of the boys, but we, you know we're going to be there for you know, two nights after the game, so we all understand. You know we make sure what we're here for, main reason, and then we can sort of enjoy that after. So, but we, when we get there, we'll be out of Las Vegas Raiders facilities training field, and then we're actually doing our um, some weights and recovery stuff at the UFC headquarters. So that, that's pretty cool to be able to kick those two things off as well. Uh, Cookie, where's the footage we've been seeing? I know Cody Walker's obviously had a, had a niggle. Um, so I can understand why he hasn't been doing much. But where's Latrell at? I, I haven't seen Latrell. Like, even you guys on the beach the other day um, playing volleyball, whatever you're doing, he, he seems to be on on the sideline a lot of the time. Is he fit and healthy? Yeah, no, he's healthy, mate. And even with um, with Cody as well, 
Um, he ran on Thursday and ticked all the boxes with his oh, uh, yeah, rehab stuff. And we actually, everyone trained fully. To, everyone got through the session today. There was our first full session as a team uh, for myself and Cody. So everyone's back in and it got through today, which is a, a massive tick for us moving into, you know, moving to the game this week. But now Latrell's sweet, mate. No, no issues there. Maybe just didn't want to uh, join in on, on the volleyball. Uh, Cookie, Souths are one of the most interesting teams coming into this year because of the way you finished last season and you know high expectation this year. I, th- I think people are looking at seeing how you start the year and that first month of football. What is it going to be like? You know, are they all going to be connected? And you know what football clubs are like. If you're winning, everything takes care of itself. But if you yeah. lose and it's a slow start to the year, obviously questions will be asked. So where are you at in terms of ready to go in round one? Oh, look, we, we haven't had a lot of time with everyone on the field at the same time, but we've had a really good pre-season with uh, all different players have been uh, filled in different positions. So... Um, whenever someone does go down, we're, we're confident the next man up will be coming straight in and know the roles, which is, I think, something like Penrith have done really well over the last few years. But to start the season off, I think we've got to look back at how we started the season off last year. And, uh, you know, we're two and five um, at the start of the season, and then we end up being, you know, winning the next six. So it's all about, for us, that the first few games, um, you know, getting that match fitness, those first, that first month of footy, but really just be, keeping it simple in attack. But the big focus on what we've been working on uh, in the preseason, is our defensive structures and all those effort areas and working hard for each other. So that's a, that's what we want to see at the start. Uh, the results results will come. We're looking to go out there and get the job done. This what about? Week, but, uh, uh, sorry, Cookie. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, what about for you personally, buddy? What's um, oh, I'm sure you, there's no doubt you got goals to to continue to play your best footy. But what's preseason been like? And at this stage of your career, how's the body been as well? Yeah, so I had a, uh, this is my longest preseason I've had in a long time. It was um, got off to a really good start, um, doing some, pushing some, some great numbers and everything, um, you know, in the gym and on the field and stuff like that. Uh, but the, probably the, the one big little, oh, not, not big, but the last three weeks I've actually, you know, been out of a calf injury. So uh, I haven't had to deal with uh, sort of soft tissue injury for a fair few years now. So it's, uh, you know, got to a point where I sort of play with my head a little bit because I've wasn't sure how to deal with it because I've been quite lucky on, in that sense and um, not playing any trials. But coming back this last week, being able to join the team, uh, do some contact again because you can do as much running as you want. Uh, but it's the game fitness. It's actually you know getting ta- getting tackled, making tackles, getting back up, up and down off the ground. It's um, that match fitness that you don't have yet. So um, I've got a lot of confidence out of Friday session and today's session as well moving forward. So I'm really happy with um, how I'm feeling. Um, and how, how the preseason has been. It's, a, it's been a good one for me, uh, one that I've needed, haven't had in a, in a long time. So I uh, felt like you need that big preseason to make sure you're in for a big year as well, get the body right. Yeah, I, I'm just interested, Cookie, to seeing how all teams adapt to the narrower field and what type of plans will take place and whether you just go all out with what you've been doing in the off-season or have you needed to adjust it somewhat? Because I can imagine... As an edge defender, you'll be a lot happier when you haven't got that extra five metres to defend. Yeah, no, speaking of AJ after training today too, he felt it's definitely now we have to nail our shapes to be able to give him that space down the, the outside uh, where normally he's got plenty of room to move there. So we're going to have to be real clinical in, in that part uh, and nailing that uh, right on the edges there. But, you know, through the middle, it's, it could be quite a, not a messy game, but, you know, everything's going to be a little bit tighter than normal as well. So 
feel like it could be a real big bash up through the middle there um, and quite a fast game because there's going to be a lot of work being done there. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can just win that field position game. That's what we, we want to do is, you know, concentrate on completing our sets early, especially early in the season, but this, especially these first couple of games, just make sure we're getting through our sets, find our rhythm, our, our combinations, but it's all going to come down to how you do. Uh, if we get enough shots down there, we, we know we've got the players to score points, uh, but we just need a massive defensive focus in these, in these first few games. Yeah, I get the feeling that it's going to be a lot of bash and barge, and I, I reckon it'll open up yeah. through the middle when forwards start to, to get fatigued. Uh, I, I spoke yeah. to Adam uh, Reynolds yesterday about you know the four teams that have been selected to come over here to Vegas and open the season. It's a it's a big thrill and big opportunity for everyone, and it just gets I don't know from an outsider and from someone being on the ground here. I'm excited. I'm anticipating a brilliant start to the year. Does it feel like a different game, and do you feel like you have to be you know at another level? because of the responsibility that you've got to come over here and represent our code? Yeah, definitely. I think we, we all over here, we, we want to put on a show uh, and make sure they, they love what they see over here um, and do our part in, in promoting the game. That's why the NRL is taking the big risk um, to send us over here, and we're lucky enough to be those four teams coming over. So no doubt, at these two games, we want to make sure we um, make it a good spectacle for everyone over here, because um, as we know, it's just going to be even better for our game if we can get the US on board Um they're starting to build, definitely over in San Diego. They're starting to ask questions, um, not just at the airport, you know, but just around town because they see us moving around. Uh, speak to some Uber drivers as well. They they, uh, they know their rugby league. They've got a couple of sides down here. Uh, San Diego, I think one of them was, uh, we met the guys the other day who I think they started the competition with four and now they've got 14 teams. So it's definitely building over here. Cookie, uh, stories you'd never expect is at age 28 to make your NRL debut in Las Vegas. And uh, Jacob Gagai, it's a great story. Tell us a bit about his impact. Of course, Dane's brother, who uh, was a former teammate of yours as well. Yeah, this is a, a very special moment for uh, not just him and his family, but you know, all his teammates. We've got a lot of respect for everything he's done, how he brings himself into training, how he trains, and uh, always putting the team first. It's... Um, he plays a little bit like Dane as well. Uh, so looking forward to playing alongside him. But there's someone that you know we set up to train who deserves this more than anyone. It's, it's him. So I'm looking forward to playing alongside him this weekend. It's, it's going to be a special moment. I love the look of your forward pack, Cookie. Uh, I, I think you've got some strength and size and power and mobility there. If you can keep them all on the paddock, um, you're in for a big year. Like Totola, Kepi, I think it'll be a good buy for you. Uh, Burgess coming off the bench. You've got Murray and Kalal Mating and, and Arrow in the back row. I mean, it's as good as what you can get. No, it really is. I'm excited about the pack we have. And JD's probably had a, a headache trying to trying to fit us all into this 17, especially this weekend. But there's a great mix there. And like you said, I think Kepi's just going to be a great addition to our our squad. Um, you know, I think he's someone who just wants to run hard and wants to get up and put put good shots on. And, and um, you know, in the middle of the field too, he's... So I'm looking forward to playing alongside him. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, the other boys, everyone's been training really well. A lot of the boys are in the best shape they've ever been in as well. You know, put that down to sort of Junior Totola's leadership with some of those younger younger boys as well, um, keeping him under under his wing and leading the way. So everyone's, like I said before, everyone's had a really good pre-season. But this forward pack, if we can keep everyone just fit and going, the in-house competition is going to be high. Everyone's going to be at a high standard and for me as a hooker and, and, the, and the halves as well. Um, we'd like to think we'll be able to play some great footy off the back of that because that's where it all starts. Enjoy Vegas, Cookie. Go well. I will, mate. 
I'll try and look after Loz, keep him out of trouble. <laughs> when do you arrive, Cookie? No, we're coming to uh, tomorrow. We we fly into Vegas. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, I think I got. A, I think we got the Fox Sports launch on tomorrow night too. So uh, that'll be exciting. That's when I think we'll, you know we'll start feeling real that what's happening. Um, obviously in Vegas and seeing the stadium and stuff, it's, it's going to be a special moment. You know, same field as the Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago. It's um it's pretty cool as an athlete to be able to do that. Can't wait to watch it, mate. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Welcome back. Give us a call. 1353 on the text line. Uh, just some news at the Dolphins, uh, Loz, as well. Herbie Farnworth, he limped from training yesterday with a knee injury. Now, it's reportedly not serious. And they're hoping he'll be fine for round one for them. But, uh, uh, well, the news was the other day when you were in transit. But uh, what about poor Tom Gilbert, Loz? A torn ACL done for the season. Gee, it's a cruel game at times, isn't it? Oh, most definitely, Mitt. After the season he had last year where he injured his shoulder in state of origin and then never returned for the Dolphins. Uh, and he was a big reason why the Dolphins fell apart towards the back end of the season. They started off so well. Um, he's a wonderful fella by all reports. He's a as committed a footballer as you'll ever see. Uh, he's tough. He's uncompromising. Uh, and he's a real leader. So they will miss him a great deal, and as will Queensland. Uh, Queensland will miss him. But you just don't want to lose your best players during a, a pre-season game. It's horrible. They're a necessity um, to play pre-season games to get that timing it's not so much about fitness it's all about the timing you know under pressure you can do all the scrimmage you want at training um, but it's not the same it's not the same contact it's not the same speed uh, it's not the same intensity um, and you only get that by playing games Um, so they you have to have them to be ready to go I believe Um, and yeah it's just a big loss for the Dolphins. You can only imagine two being up there, you know, second year in. They've recruited Farnworth, they've recruited Flegler, they're, they're excited about the roster they're about to put out. And to lose one of your big guns, it's just disappointing. But it's part of our sport. And I'm hoping that this kid, or this young man, can get an opportunity to get his injuries over and done with, and he goes on and has a long and distinguished rugby league career because he's someone that I like watching play. He's somewhat, you, you know, when you talk about um, you know, effort players and, and, and giving your all for a team, that's him. He, he gives you everything he has every week that he runs out. And he fights for everything on a football field. And I can only imagine his teammates have so much respect for him. Well, he's still only 23 years of age, but yeah, it'd be a better part of what. 20 months before we see him playing footy again. So a huge blow for the Dolphins, that one. And hopefully Herbie Farnworth, for their sake, a hugely prized recruit, will be okay for them for their opening match of the season. Uh, it is 29 minutes past seven. News is next. Dean Bulldog Richie. Uh, I suppose you probably haven't run into him yet, Loz, have you? The great Bulldog? No, I haven't run into him. I've spoken to him. Um He's told me he stayed out of trouble, which is nice. He said he's been busy. Um, but he's, I think he arrives on Thursday. So we'll have a little catch-up when he arrives here on Thursday. So look out, Vegas. Coming up, Dean Bulldog Richie is about to join us from over in the States as we count down to the season openers on Sunday. These markets, by the way, with Tab... Oh, Manly, they got in as short as $1.95. They're just back to an even $2 now with Tab... 
Souths a dollar eighty, slight favourites. One and a half is the line. Skinny line bunnies the minus, and uh, the roosters they've just got out a bit. They were into two twenty five. I'm sure they were two twenty five. They're out to two forty now. The roosters plus three and a half at the line. The Bronx dollar sixty five into a dollar fifty eight for the match which is the 3.30 match Eastern Daylight Time, the second match. So the first match kicks off Sunday, 1.30 Eastern Daylight Time, Manly and Souths, Roosters, Broncos, 3.30. Uh, and uh, we'll get to Bulldog over there shortly. Uh, naturally looking forward to the cricket tomorrow, Clarky as well. Uh, New Zealand, it'll be interesting to see what they do with their quicks now that Neil Wagner's announced his retirement. We thought they'd play him for sure, considering the... Uh, trouble he gave Steve Smith last time well, they met was, well, they were in Australia, weren't they? So slightly different conditions. Yeah, there are very much, uh, well, we expect to see a green top there at Wellington. I think that'd be silly not to prepare a green wicket, Mido, and take the risk that the game could be over in, in three days. But I think that's their, their only way to beat Australia. I think they've got to take Nathan Lyon out of the equation. Um, they've been playing pretty good cricket. New Zealand, in regards to, or certainly their captain, Kane Williams. Oh, Kane Williams is not captain anymore. But their most senior player, he's been on fire. I reckon he's thirty-two, or I think Tim it's Southie, Southie, it is Southie, skipper, he's the yep. who again a lot of experience with the ball. If there's grass in that wicket, he'll move that ball around, so that'll help their bowlers. It'll also help ours. But but I think their batters are in good nick, um, and like I say, led by Kane Williamson with the bat, the way he's been batting, um, I think he's got five or six hundreds in his last ten innings. Something ridiculous like that. So he's in career best form. I think he might have just had his third child as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope it's good competitive cricket. And I think New Zealand probably have to risk, you know what, so what if it only goes three or four days because there's some grass on the wicket and it swings and seams. I think that is gives them their best chance to, to beat this Australian team. The market for that one, Australia $1.58, New Zealand $4.20. Uh, the draw is $5 and starts at the very friendly time for us of 9am uh, tomorrow morning, again, Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, but let's go over there to the States in LA. Hello, Bulldog. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen, from um, downtown LA. How are we all? Everyone good? Going well, Bullfrog. How are you after that amazing first-class flight you were on a couple of days ago? Did you pull up all right? No, I was back in economy, Clarky. I, oh, I, I was uh, yeah. down in cattle class, but that's all right. I'm not like some people on this show who demand only the best <laughs> and the elite. I'm a knockabout, mate. I'm an old tyre kicker. Are you enjoying it over there, buddy? How's it been? How are the roosters looking? How are they shaping up? Mate, it's been an unbelievable week, Clarky. Yeah. I've got to be honest. The roosters who the class was assigned to cover have been brilliant. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. They've included myself and Michael Chamis from the SMH in everything. We've been sitting on team meetings, uh, which has been great. We've been on the team bus. They've taken us out for dinners and lunches, uh, the Clippers. So the actual hospitality the Roosters have put on has been quite remarkable. It's been a lovely insight into how the mechanics of the club works because, you know, as you guys know, we in the media these days tend to get frozen out of a lot of things. But, um, yeah, such a professional club, and the players have been so accommodating and... Uh, Trent Robinson's just walking past me right now. I'm talking to the big sports breakfast, Robbo. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's Robbo. But I'm just saying how great they've been. So, yeah, full credit to the Roosters. Uh, Bulldog, can I ask, as we had Cookie on the program um, 
a little while ago, and I was just asking him about when you come on these ventures, you've got to get the right balance between, you know, going out, seeing the sights, having a bit of fun, but also knuckling down when it comes to training. Have you noticed that with the Roosters? Well, I'll tell you who can answer that better than I. Glod. Who? It's Robbo. Is that Robbo? Hey, Robbo, how are you, mate? How are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Sorry to do that to you, Bulldog. That's all right. Is he he going to give you an invoice? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's uh, it's been a good trip, Loz. Just, uh, you're right, getting the balance right between um, enjoying it, enjoying the trip, uh, each other's company. But but the the thing is to win on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, do both, and, and it's a great trip. It's a great experience for everyone to be a part of it. And I'm here in Vegas at the moment. And I've said it a number of times to the boys. I don't know whether I'm just talking myself into it, but it just feels quite special. It feels like the build-up to a game one like never before, obviously because it's over here. But I get the feeling that the four clubs have embraced it and we will see an opening like we've never seen before. I expect the intensity level to go through the roof. Yeah, I think uh, you know we are treating it as something special. We feel uh, privileged to be chosen one of the four teams, and 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 there's a responsibility that comes with that to export our game uh, into the US and and onto uh, prime time there as well. So uh, yeah, we take that uh, responsibility seriously. Uh, Robo Clarkie here. Hey guys, Robo. Oh, sorry, Bulldog. Uh, Clarkie, Robo's had to shoot upstairs, mate. We've got a. a, I'll ask you. No, I'll ask you. Leaving about six minutes. How's that? Um, how, as Laws mentioned, how's the balance been? Because there was a lot of talk around what players were going to do off the field, and you know, can they behave themselves? This and that, and, and I think everyone sort of thought that in the lead up to the games, it would be more about preparation, because it is still first game of the season. We hear all the coaches and all the players say that. Has it felt like that as well, Bulldog? Like I hear guys have had days off. Cookie took his kids to Disneyland. So there's been an opportunity to do that. But it seems like everyone has been really focused on this is preparation time. Yeah, it's a real balancing act, Clarky. And you look, Clarky, you've been on a million tours overseas. There's time for a bit of fun and then there's time to sure. do what you've come to do. And that's to play sport and win. Now, the Roosters have been fortunate. They got here uh, on Wednesday. They went down to Venice Beach for a bit of a walk. Um, a few of the boys have played golf down in Orange County. They've also been to... Universal Studios, they've been to um, Lakers games, Clippers games. So it's about experiencing a new country, enjoying time together, uh, but also I was at training yesterday at UCLA and you could really see on the Monday that Robbo and the coaching staff just went up a cog. You could just feel it in the air. It just I wouldn't say it got tense, but it was just that feeling like, okay, we've had a good time, guys. Um, now's the time for football. So Today, in about five minutes, the bus heads back to UCLA, and I think you'll find today will be their main training day. They'll um, they'll get stuck in. Uh, today will be a, a, probably a couple of hours through weights and, and, and ball work, etc. And then, of course, they uh, fly to Vegas tomorrow. But those training facilities, guys, out there at UCLA, unbelievable. Four levels. Uh, their high-performance centre, just for their football team alone, the UCLA campus is like a suburb. And uh, just that one complex cost uh, about $105 million Australian. 
Bulldog Trent Robinson must be feeling pretty good about his squad if he can leave Angus Crichton and, for that matter, Connor Watson as well out of his initial 17. Yeah, the side came through yesterday. I guess all eyes were on uh, uh, Joey Manu. Uh, of course, Joey stayed behind mm. in Sydney for the birth of his child. Um, he had a little baby girl. He caught a flight out of uh, Sydney on Tuesday, arrived here on Tuesday. So the Roosters were saying to me that it had to be Tuesday by Wednesday. It was just getting a bit too late in terms of preparing for a game and jet lag. So, But Joey Manu's arrived. He's here and ready to play. But, yeah, I guess there was a surprise. I thought Angus Crichton may have been on the bench. Uh, I know, though, that young uh, Wong, the rising back rower, and Loz, you know, players better than I do, but they've got a massive rap on this kid. And I know toward the end of last year, he came through really strongly and, He's the first product of what they call the Roosters Academy. So he's probably the first player of many to come through this academy uh, and be a star. But uh, certainly it's a really uh, well-balanced side. It's a strong team and training's been good and uh, the focus now switches to Vegas. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Spencer Lenu play as well, Bulldog. How, how has he fitted into the group? And he's been named to start. He hasn't done a lot of... Uh, that for Penrith, but going to a new club, has he been a leader or has he been a bit of a follower while he's been over there with this new team? Loz, they gave the media access into a team meeting today and it was unbelievably fascinating. Look, it was off record. Uh, There was nothing to be written or said about it, so I'm not going to betray the Roosters' trust by sort of revealing too much, but it was fascinating stuff. But I will say this, that... Certainly Spencer Lenny-Laws had a lot to say in the meeting. He was uh, in with tips and advice and what he thinks they should and shouldn't do. And certainly to me, it looked like a player that has settled in very quickly to his new digs. Uh, I've seen him around the team hotel here. He looks happy. He looks content. So I think you'll find that Spencer Lenny is going to be in for a massive year at the Roosters. And just an update on Dom Young too, as you guys know, he, he wasn't picked. But the good news for Dom is that uh, he picked up that neck injury in Gosford against Manly in that trial match, but he doesn't need surgery. So good news there for Dom Young. He wants to play in this game. The Roosters have erred on the side of caution. However, I think you'll find Dom Young will be available for uh, round two, which I think is against Manly down there at Brookvale. Jeez, it's great access. The coaches are giving the the, the, the journalists and everyone else that's covering the game, Bulldog. I mean, they've just been great with their time. But to be able to sit into those meetings and learn as you go, because I'm sure it would have been an eye-opener for you, what they were talking about and how they're going to plan for certain things. Oh, it was unbelievable what they were going through. There's a lot of terminology that obviously is in-house, which I didn't particularly understand. I'm not going to repeat those words. But, uh, yeah, we, we don't get access like that, Laurie. It was rare air that we were in to be able to sit there and, and listen to Robbo and, and, and Matty King and Justin Holbrook go through and dissect the Broncos and where they're going to go and how they're going to do that. And, um, you know, Lawrence, you coached Origin for many years, so you know what goes on in those meetings. But for the public and we in the media, uh, it was something incredibly different. And, um, yeah, I guess without overstating it, it was a privilege to, to be in that meeting to actually find out what goes on. Who's on the big VIP list heading to Vegas as guests of the NRL Bulldog? Extensive, I'm sure. There's a few on there. The real interesting one, guys, is the NFL boys. And I did a bit of digging around yesterday. I've got a couple of contacts over here. And one of my contacts is very close to Jordan Maylada. He, he knows Jordan personally. 
and is a friend of Jordan's. And Jordan is saying to him that he thinks he can get Jason Kelsey to the game. So given, or uh, if that is to be the case, um, my mate uh, did say, look, if Jason goes, well, Travis will go. Both those boys are in Vegas still right now. Uh, and, of course, it led to the obvious question, which uh, my contact said, look, if Travis goes, there is every chance Patrick Mahomes will go because Travis and Mahomes are very tight. So, look, it's up in the air. We don't know just yet. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you'd think that Travis has got a bit of an Australian feel to him at the moment, given he's just come back from Sydney. So it wouldn't surprise me at all to see a couple of the Kansas City Chiefs there. Uh, there's a bloke called uh, Matt Astle. He pub. He's very close to Paddy Mills. So I think you'll find Paddy Mills will potentially be there in the crowd. And another one who has been contacted through a third party and invited to the game is Greg Norman. Look, none confirmed just yet. A lot of stars will be there from Australia, but it would be great if there's a bit of an American flavour, high-profile flavour in the crowd. The issue with the Kelseys and Mahomes, they'll be on the end of a six-day bender by then. Well, <laughs> we'll make oh, it seven. It could be seven, yeah. Good place to go for your seventh, it's not. It's not going to affect them, I wouldn't have thought. But I, I saw they were staying... Bulldog, or they were spotted at the Resorts World celebrating, uh, obviously, the, the, the victory in the Super Bowl. And, and that's where all the players are staying, and that's where Manly are staying at the moment. So I wonder whether any of the Manly boys have run into them. Yeah, I think, uh, last time, you know, I think all four clubs uh, may end up at Resorts World. I think it's basically a, a, a Hilton Hotel, from memory, that will be essentially taken over by Australia. So, um, look, if they're staying there, they'll be bumping into Aussies left, right and centre. And I, did, I didn't I did see the Taylor Swift concert. I didn't go, obviously, but I heard that when Travis walked through the crowd to get to his private box, he was uh, cheered and the adulation was flowing for him. So, uh, yeah, I think there's a fair chance that, you know, if one brother goes, the other brother will go and, and we'll take it from there. But I, I honestly believe, though, Loz, and you're better equipped to discuss this, but I can't see why NFL scouts wouldn't be at the game. I mean... I'm not suggesting that there's going to be 58 offers coming forward, but you might pick up 1%. Who knows? Defensively, you might look at the attacking lines that they run, the angles that they run. You'd be mad not to go and just have a little peep at what goes on in rugby league and how it's played. Who are you tipping? Yeah, I don't think they... just go for a loss. No, I, I was about to say, I don't think you're going there to specifically look at a player, but I think you might have one or two people there looking at the game and seeing what possibly they could learn or um, what athletes are a part of this thing called rugby league. And if they spot an athlete because they've heard of Jordan Mylanta playing rugby league, they'd be looking for someone possibly to fit that description that could, could play. But you, you never know, Bulldog. You, you, these scouts, they, they turn up everywhere and anywhere. So it wouldn't surprise me if there's a couple of them in the stadium watching on the weekend. Hey, guys, I don't mean to be uh, cheeky or rude, but I think I'm on the Roosters team bus going to train. I'm the last one standing. So if I don't get my backside on that bus now, I think they're going to leave without me. You go for a Bulldog. Thanks so much, mate. All right. Great chatting. I'll see you tomorrow, Los in Vegas. Behave yourself. Look forward to it, Bulldog. Your shout. Bradley Davidson, a very good morning to you, mate. How are you? Morning, Jared. Morning, everyone. I'm well, thank you. We're going to give out a couple of or a double pass as well for the Punters Pavilion, which will be at there at Kembla Classic Day on March 15. That's coming up soon, though. But first, let's look 
uh, what we could expect at Ramwick there on Saturday, where we have, of course, a couple of group ones, the very elegant stakes, the formerly known Chipping Norton stakes, of course, and the surround as well. Uh, so we've got a great day in prospect on Saturday, Davo. Yeah, we do, Jared. Uh, two group ones. Really looking forward to Ramwick on Saturday. Should be good weather leading in as well. So expecting um, a good surface there on Saturday. And as you said, uh, a couple of really cracking races at very elegant stakes where no doubt Fangirl is going to be nice and short after that almost Winx-like win there first up over the, the 1,400 metres. So steps up to a mile and gee, if she can reproduce that performance, she's going to be awfully, awfully hard to to beat once again and the surround stakes the other the other feature um a chance i suppose for learning to fly who's been pretty luckless in her career to date obviously it all went pear-shaped in the uh in the golden slipper where uh it's just basically out of play early in the race and and then we saw the the return first up she had to get right back from the barrier and i thought her, her run was clearly the best run in the race so um she's going to be awfully hard to beat in there in the surround stakes if she draws a barrier on Saturday. So, yeah, really looking forward to both Group 1. Should be a cracking day out there at Randwick. If you're around the uh, the eastern suburbs, get out and enjoy some live racing there at Randwick on Saturday. And the Australian Guineas is being raced at Flemington this weekend, over. It is, Loz, yep. Riff Rocket will be your, your favourite there. Um, look, he, he looks a real progressive horse, doesn't he? doesn't he? We saw him win the derby, of course, last preparation, and then to do that and then come back and win first up at a... At a sprinting trip was just goes to show his versatility. So look, he steps up to a mile, and um, no doubt the, the one to beat. Just how impressive he was there, fresh. So um, look, it's, he's not over the line by any means, but um, yeah, he's going to have plenty of admirers in the Australian Guineas, and I suppose that the team have uh, options on on where they sort of head with him. Do they throw him in the deep end later in the prep in, in a race like the Queen Elizabeth, or do they keep him to his own age and? head towards a, another derby. We'll wait and see what they decide. But, uh, yeah, plenty of options with uh, with Riff Rocket after the Australian Guineas this weekend. We're not far from seeing the Tab Everest winner return as well, Davo. Yeah, he's tried well this week, uh, Jared. Think about it. And he'll be back in the Canterbury Stakes on Saturday week, of course, being targeted towards the Doncaster uh, this preparation. Bit of a, a different setup to being held at the sprinting trips in the past. But, look, I think he'll really appreciate it. He looks a... Uh, a horse that um, is very versatile and um, bred to get that sort of trip. So excited to see him step out in journey and, and sort of take on something maybe uh, yeah a bit out of the comfort zone distance-wise. But um, look, we've seen his, his class already in the in the Everest and what he's done to date. So um, yeah, just a bit of a different preparation this time in. All right, we've got a double pass to give away for the Punters Pavilion, which you are hosting there at Kembla Classic Day, Illawarra Men Classic Day, Friday, March 15. And uh, we've asked for uh, some listeners to give a tip and state their case for the races today. Davo, choose one of these, please. All right, first one, lads, Sandown Race 4, number 11, Think I'm Famous. Omen bet for Loz over in Vegas. Jamie Carr on board, only 54 kilos. Brett from Penrith. Sending that one through. Second one, morning, gents. My tip for today, Sydney Race 6, number 10, Extra Gear. Has had three trials leading up to this, winning all three comfortably. Nut a day. Uh, P.S. P. Payne and S. Wild have horses in the Auckland Cup. Wouldn't surprise me to see a Quinella finish. And uh, the third one, hey, boys, my tip is Sandown Race 7, number 3, Gronkowski. In the theme of Vegas and his reaction video to the NRL, third up, back-to-back wins, won by two lengths last start at a benchmark 64 and stays in the same grade. That's from Rosa. All right, Davo, anything out of those well, three? Uh, 
Yeah, I think I've got to go with the thing called famous. I can just imagine Laws in, in one of those nightclub uh, lines in Vegas uh, just saying to the old uh, the bouncers, do you know who I am, mate? So um, we'll go with think I'm famous there uh, today with that tip. Well done, Brett from Penrith. Okay, we've got something at Rose Hill today. Look, I've gone uh, McKenna in the first. Uh, rail out six metres to, the, to there today makes it a little bit tricky because sometimes that track can play a little bit fancy and run when that's the case. But thought this uh, this filly, she's off a long break, but she gee, she was very good in a couple of runs last preparation, a couple of soft trials leading in, and happy to make her the, the tip at Rose Hill today. And it's also Launceston Cup Day over yes. there in Tassie. Um, so... Should be a good race, that. Plenty of different form lines. I thought Acceleration would run really well there in the Launceston Cup. He's, he's went at Great Western last time out, was was arrogant, and uh, steps up to 2,400 for the first time, but um, 54 kilos on his back, I thought, brings that different form line to the race, and thought he was hard enough to beat there today in the Launceston Cup as well. Okay, so for our listeners, Rose Hill Race 1, number 6, Makina, $2.80 currently with Tab. And in the Launceston Cup, race eight, number six there, acceleration's a $3.60 chance. Stavo, have a great day, mate. Thank you so much. You too, guys. Cheers.